Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. What's up, guys? Hey, we're back. And happy to be here. Sure. <laughs> just kidding. It just was crazy. My son just got stung, stepped on a wasp. Um, and Britt's daughter almost walked in on me naked trying to help him. So it's fine. And we haven't even gotten to our someday you'll laugh about this moment that just barely happened right just now. <laughs> sure. It's our life that we live. We can go with that. Yeah. So I was, Britt was, um, coming out to my house to record and she's like, Hey, I'm running a little bit behind traffic. So I was like, I can hurry and wash my hair, you mm-hmm. know? As moms do, you just like, oh, if I have find that a minute. minute. So I was washing my hair and then my little boy was playing outside. Anyway, I didn't know Britt and them had arrived yet. And so I hear my little boy coming in yelling, screaming, and my daughter's coming in yelling, he just stepped on a wasp. He just stepped on a wasp and he got stung. So I'm like, okay, bring him in, like let him in the bathroom. <laughs> and I see like another human, like taller human, like coming through the doorway. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm like, just put him down. I don't even know who it was. I didn't know if it was your daughter or if it was a neighbor person. Yeah. Regardless, I don't want a child to walk into me naked. Like right. another child doesn't, doesn't need to happen. Don't know if she saw anything, mm-hmm. but she was able to laugh it off because I was kind of yelling. <laughs> Not like yelling, screaming mad, just like, just like in a panic. Panicked. Yes. But I feel like you had more someday you'll laugh about this moments like when you woke up farting. Well, why do we got to just throw me under the bus? I went on a little retreat. I'm starting to teach dance again at the studio my daughter takes at. And um, we went on a staff retreat. And just, I don't know anybody on this. Like the people, You're the newbie. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And the people that hired me, I know them-ish, you know, just yeah. through like my daughter dancing there. And then they kind of, they live in my neighborhood. And so, but, but we haven't like hung out. It is weird because you're doing really intimate things like brushing your teeth, going to the bathroom, showering. Ch- changing, showering, mm-hmm. all in this area with people that, yeah, you don't know very well. Right. And so no matter who you are, you're going to feel a little bit, a little bit just like not in your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I was already kind of nervous. Like, what if I have a night terror? You know <laughs> that that's a strong possibility if you've been listening to the podcast. And um, so I did bring like a unisom to help me mm-hmm. sleep deeper. Anyway, I woke up early in the morning and I hear myself farting. Like you, that almost what is what, what, what awoke you? Oh, yeah. Gosh. And I was like, and there was no stopping it. And it was like pretty loud. And here I am in a twin bed with a girl across in a twin bed, in a small room. And I just am like, oh my gosh. So I figured, If I heard it. Yeah. If it woke me. There's a very good chance. It woke her too. <laughs> I'm like, this is just how I am. But I'm like, let's get, just get ahead of it. So when she woke up. You know, we're like, how'd you sleep? How'd you sleep? You know, it's mm-hmm. the normal. Pleasantries. Hi, yeah. And then I said, um, well, I really apologize because I'm sure you heard me farting. <laughs> and she was like, what? I didn't. And then I said, um, no, no. And it's okay. You can just tell mm-hmm. me that you heard it. Let's just get it out there. Air it out, literally. <laughs> Open the door, air it out. The real kicker here, though, was the only thing she did in the night was make the cutest sounds I've ever heard. Like, like giggling? And it was funny. It was like, as she was falling asleep, she was going, hmm. And I'm over here. So anyway, I just kind of, I took the road of let's just air it out there. Let's mm-hmm. just sit, let's just talk about it because yeah. I don't, you don't want her to sit there and either say something to somebody else like, oh my gosh, Allison or just, or just think of it throughout the day. Right. And like giggle. that was so funny. Does she know she you, farted? You can at least be in on the joke. Yes. Right. 
Okay, well, let's get into this week's topic. Right. This is one that Allison's been wanting to do for a few weeks. Um, it is, I'm not saying that like I don't. I'm just saying no, this don't. is how we came up with it. Um, just things that happen in the kitchen. Yes. There's so much of my day that is spent in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit depressing, um, but there's bound to be something weird. Right. And you are usually multitasking. Mm-hmm. You know, you're popping something in the oven while you're helping a child with this, while you're cleaning up this. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of one of those things. Well, and I think a few things happened recently that made me be like, we need to do this episode because my friend, Mikkel, she and her husband are home builders and she just built this beautiful custom home. Their home was in like the parade of homes, top choice. Anyway, they have a pool at their mm-hmm. house and her sister was bringing her kids over to swim. And her sister was bringing pizzas, probably like take and bake. Yeah. And was saying, hey, hurry and preheat your oven. So that way when I get there, we can just pop these right in. Well, yeah. She had her kids out at the pool. Okay. And she made them get out mm-hmm. while she ran inside. And she was really worried and stressed. Like, what if one of them jumps, jumps in, in when yeah. I run inside? So she was kind of like peeking out the window and stay out of the pool and blah, blah, blah. And hurried and preheated the oven and ran back outside and let them jump in. And this had she even used this oven at that point? No. Okay. Like she, this is like the, the like I said, they just the, barely moved yeah. in. <laughs> so she, her sister gets there and they're like, okay, like probably 20 minutes later. Okay. And she's like, let's pop the pizzas in. And they walked inside and there's smoke. Oh no. And fire. And what had happened And was, fire? I believe there was fire. Because, in this brand new parade home? Yes. Oh my gosh. Not, not, not in the home, in the oven. Right. Because what had happened was when the appliances come, what's inside? You have like packaging, the like the styrofoam and the instructions, yeah. like the booklet, and that she didn't even oh, realize it. So it gosh. melted, you know, her little Ziploc bag and instructions and stuff. Thankfully, there wasn't any damage. Oh, good, because she, melted styrofoam probably doesn't come off right. easy. Or, pla- or Ziploc bag. Like yeah, most of them come in kind of like a Ziploc. Uh huh. She did say her husband was like still pretty mad. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, it's so hard to be mad though. Like, uh-huh. it's hard not to be mad, mm-hmm. but then it's hard to be like, mad. It was. An, it was. An innocent mistake. Right. And like you, she's got a lot on her plate, but then you're also <laughs> like, holy cow, we almost burnt down yeah. our house. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and it, it is so easy to make an honest mistake in the mm-hmm. kitchen. And my daughter's, I actually think I did an Insta story about this like t- a summer ago or something. <laughs> my girls. the diva cup? No. Oh. But like, yes, I did start my diva cup on, on fire, fire on the stove. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Podcast. What episode was that on? It was my someday you'll laugh about this okay. moment where once again, you got to boil that thing and yeah. I get, you get, you have get to do other things. It. You can't just sit and watch it. Yeah. And, you know, um, about a watched pot never boils. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to let this never disinfects. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I got it boiling and then I went to do other things, yeah. la- laundry and such. I don't know what. And then the smoke alarm starts going right. on. I'm like, ding, 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 ding. oh my gosh. I go in, it's smoking like crazy, sizzling. I'm like, ah! Anyway, my daughter, my both of my daughters and their friends really wanted to make something. Yeah. And I said, okay, at least follow a recipe. Because what they usually want to just create something because those dang cooking shows are a farce. Yeah. They just think people are coming up with stuff. They are, but, but they've been doing it for like 10 years. Right. Like a professional bakers and they're they're going on their standby cupcake recipe. They're just adding cardamom or whatever. Right. right. And uh, to, <laughs> well, at least the- your daughters want to do edible things. My mm-hmm. daughter wants to make like a salt and pepper grass. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, at least follow the recipe. Yeah. So they did. And I come in and what has happened is the entire cake mm-hmm. has just boiled over. She has pulled this from the oven. It's like a circle cake pan. Mm-hmm. Um, like but a bond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, she had a cookie sheet under it because I don't know what would have happened. Uh-huh. Our, our 
oven would have been toast. Yeah. It had just boiled over and burnt to a literal crisp, this chocolate cake. Oh, my gosh. And I go, what happened? Yeah. You guys followed the recipe, right? And she's – and I even took like a little – bite like i was like what is, what is wrong with this like yeah. what happened i took a little bite of it and i had the strongest flavor of baking soda oh no and so Did the rest tablespoon just wait um <laughs> the recipe called for three-fourths of a, a teaspoon, teaspoon of baking soda they put in three-fourths a cup oh <laughs> it was a science experiment yeah so it had it was a literal volcano yeah. was it the chocolate cake recipe yeah our chocolate cake yeah recipe? so by the way just a side note this is my chocolate cake recipe and it is vinegar and baking soda and no eggs. The vinegar and the baking soda they, together are They what bubble it up and, and make, make it, it light. And so the fact that they like – well, it, I don't even know. Three-fourths cup. Did it 12 times. 12 <laughs> times with the recipe. And luckily it didn't cause too much damage. But I'm like, holy moly. That could have just exploded everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you're just not thinking. And we all know and we've all had experiences with – putting something metal in the microwave mm-hmm. and if you haven't well congratulations you're smarter than the rest of us <laughs> or just a lot more aware because i was coming home from high school we used to always go to this place called the depot it was like the local gas station mm-hmm. get pizza sticks and chicken strips they're delish and they come in those little silver bags oh to, like, keep them warm. yeah and you can put them in the oven and in my mind but not the microwave yeah and in my mind it wasn't metal it was just, it's just silver It's paper. just a bag. Yeah. yeah. It's just like silver colored. <laughs> so I got home. I was like, oh, these are a little cold. I'm going to nuke my pizza sticks. Yeah. And I tossed them in my, my, my mom's microwave. And <laughs> they went on fire. Really? Like sparking. Uh-huh. And then they there was a flame. Threw it in the sink. And then my pizza sticks were Ru- ruined. ruined. Nothing's more heartbreaking than that. But it's true. Kids always want to do experiments. Mm-hmm. And I remember once I was doing an experiment. And it was like Rice Krispies. With hot cocoa powder, maybe some milk. I, <laughs> actually, I don't think it would taste too bad. Three three quarters cup baking soda. <laughs> but I don't know what possessed me. Maybe all of our dishes were in the dishwasher or something. Um, I took this oh, no, lead the rabbit. I took this lead crystal, crystal um, top hat bowl. Yeah, it was like a top hat. It was supposed to be an Easter decoration, an Easter serving dish. Yeah, so it was. I'm trying to just. Yeah, it looks like a top hat. Yeah. But you would hold it upside down and you'd put little candies in it. Yeah. And it but it was lead crystal. Mm-hmm. An heirloom. Yeah. <laughs> a wedding I, gift. Yeah. And so I proceed to put hot cocoa mix, rice krispies, and milk, <laughs> put it in the microwave. Turns out lead crystal will explode. explode. The, it cracked and blew. Yeah. And we had a babysitter over. Right. <laughs> and she was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And shards of glass. Sh- yeah, literal shards of lead crystal yeah. were around the kitchen. And then I had to tell my mom that I had exploded this heirloom trying to create some kind of cocoa crispies. Right. Well, can't fault you on that. Brit's always had a sweet tooth. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we had a listener basically say the same thing. And this is very common with Pyrex dishes, which is kind of interesting because Pyrex is supposed to be very good. Like, it's a very. You can't um, put Pyrex in there? No, I'm saying like Pyrex is. I shattered a Pyrex of our roommates. <gasps> oh. It went from a hot oven. Into like to cold water. Okay. Another listener said that she had a dish with homemade rolls Aww. rising on the top and it just out of nowhere. And she kind of had it on top of the stove. So sometimes you can preheat your oven mm-hmm. and then set your – and so it's nice and warm so your rolls will rise. Uh-huh. Shattered all over. Oh, no. And she said – but she said it was on top of a cold stove. No idea why it just shattered. Oh, my gosh. Ruined the rolls. Most important thing. Kind of like yeah. the pizza sticks. Yeah. You're like, who cares about that lead crystal heirloom? I wanted my Cocoa like, Krispies. I wanted those pizza sticks. Are we? Yes. Do we dare pick glass pieces out of rolls? Well, this listener said she was slicing cucumbers from her garden to make pickles, and she was using a mandolin slicer. Okay. 
Brace yourself. Brace. Mandolin slicer is like where you move your hand over Across and over and over. Okay, yeah. yeah. So her youngest son shrieked as she was slicing, and it and she lifted her gaze from the slicer t- to look at him, like to make sure he uh-huh. was okay. In that split second. She ran the cucumber across the blade and took off <gasps> the top of her finger. Oh. Like, took it right off. Yeah. Gross. She said she hit, she must have, Not eating those pickles. She must have hit some kind of artery or something. Oh. Because the blood was squirting <gasps> out Disgusting, of the like an SNL skit. <laughs> and they couldn't find, she said, and they could not get it to stop. So they went to the ER. Oh my gosh. Well, Instacare. Uh-huh. Oh, she said Instacare was already closed. Uh-huh. And it took forever to get the bleeding to stop. And once they got it to stop, all they did was slap super glue <gasps> across the top of her finger and sent her on her way. $500 later. She said when they got home, they looked through the cucumber slices and found <gasps> her fingertip. Gross. And her neon coral fingernail Gross. resting Sick. on top of one of the slices. Do you want to see her finger? No, I don't want to see her finger. Sure? No, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Disgusting. There's two kinds of people in this world. People like me, they're like, let, let me, me see, see the it. finger. And, and like, people like, please, Brit, they're like, Absolutely please never no. show me the finger. <laughs> Which one are oh. you? Which one are you, Gabbers? We'll, okay. we'll have you do a little poll on our oh. Instagram maybe and see who's, which, what, how many of you are. Allison? Like, yeah. show me the finger. Uh-huh. Show me the video. <laughs> and then, or Brit, that's like, I don't please want to know. Please don't, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of. Looking at a fingertip and wanting to barf, uh, we had a listener write in and say that she was she was kind of new to cooking. She said when she first got married, she didn't really have a lot of experience in the kitchen growing up, so she was just kind of figuring things out as she went along. She was trying to be all domestic, and she and her husband were heading off to work that day, and she thought, okay, I'm going to thaw the meat out yeah. and have it all ready so I can cook a really great mm-hmm. chicken casserole when I get home or whatever. So she takes the meat out and sets it in the sink and then takes the chicken packaging throws it in the garbage can okay well also they're on a budget uh-huh. and they and she thinks well there's no reason to have the ac running all day while we're at work <laughs> well i mean i guess you can guess where this is going yeah. they come in and it smells like something died Death. like yeah. disgusting they're trying to figure it out trying to figure it out like where is this coming from did something really die they finally opened the pantry door that had the garbage in it where she had laid that chicken wrapping yeah and they're like, oh, found it. Well, she's the one who found it. It sent her so quickly that she had to run to the bathroom and start barfing. And <laughs> and I get it. Like, yeah, so gross. Non-AC'd raw chicken. Well, I have a similar story in that same thing. We were newlyweds. We had a dog. Mm-hmm. And I was setting out chicken to thaw. Mm-hmm. I pushed it way at the back of the counter. As people with dogs, bigger dogs, know, you can't leave anything on the, on edge the, edge. Of the counter when mm-hmm. you leave. They will eat it. So I really did push it way back and it was frozen. And I'm talking a big pack of chicken Like breasts. the chicken breasts that you get that's like a it's foot, like a a foot, foot and a half long. Yeah. yeah. And um, so again, budget. Mm-hmm. So it's like that could have taken us across two meals at least. Uh-huh. But I lay it out to thaw and I come home and my dog is trembling. Like, <laughs> trembling. And I am not kidding you. Her face was green. Like her fur had turned I'm green. Serious. She was so ill looking. And I start to like, yeah, piece together the puzzle and like the chicken wrapping is dragged. So we have like chicken juice and wrapping Gross. all over my kitchen. Gross. And so all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, she's eaten six raw chicken, chicken breasts. breasts. Oh. And I hurried and opened my door and she runs out and just starts to vomit up. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like they weren't even hardly tenderized. She hardly <laughs> chewed them because she was so excited. She was just swallowing chicken breasts whole. whole. And I was watching her just throw up full, full chicken disgusting. breasts. Disgusting. 
I was like so mad because then I was cleaning up. I didn't Plus, know. You're I didn't on a know budget. Where, and that thing costs 20 bucks. Yeah. And I didn't know where she had dragged this. Yeah. Like how, how, what she licked, what she did. And yeah. So I was just sitting disinfecting my whole kitchen. Mm-hmm. No dinner to be made. Right. And she's outside vomiting <laughs> stuff. Raw chicken. Like, Come on. And then another time she, I had left bacon grease on a plate, like mm-hmm. after the bacon had sat and I, and the plate was at the edge and she got it down and it crashed and broke. <gasps> and then she licked all the pieces of the and did plate she start bleeding? and she cut her tongue and then started bleeding all over the kitchen. <laughs> and so, and she, for the rest of her life had this little slit in the end of her she, tongue. She was a forked like a little, tongue yeah, dog. Like a little like a snake. snake. Oh my gosh. And, but, so then I was like, that bacon what? is just so good that you will lacerate listen, your tongue. Listen, bacon is, is that, that good. good. No, that's what I'm saying. So I was cleaning up blood, bacon grease, grease and broken glass, glass. and dog saliva. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we've talked about some pretty disgusting stuff. Yeah. Do, I mean, do we get to come up for air? Do we? Yeah. Do we get to just be a little bit light and just funny? Um, because this listener, I guess their family are pranksters. Okay. And um, her mom was on the phone with her sister asking her how she got her specific pizza dough recipe to work. Mm-hmm. And her dad was in the other room, and he decides to text the sister and say, "Let's pull a little prank on mom." Okay. He said, tell your mom that what you do to get it extra extra perfect mm-hmm. is you cover it in saran wrap, put it on the kitchen floor, and walk on it. <laughs> and so the sister does. She sends a text – or she says, oh, and my secret secret of this whole thing is covering it in saran wrap and walking on it. Mm-hmm. And mom goes, really? And she goes, yeah. Like, it works for grapes. <laughs> they can and make wine that she way. she said her mom actually – Tried it. Oh, and ruined her pizza dough. Probably, Dad. Do you want to eat? Like walked on. Well, that's why he specifically said covered it in saran wrap yeah. first. He's like, waste not, want not. But let's get a few laughs out of this. He is degassing that dough way too much, yeah. though. <laughs> she said her dad and her sister were laughing so much when it happened. She realized that it was not right. really part of the recipe, and she ended up throwing out the dough. Yeah. And again, they went hungry that night. Because if someone did that to me, I'd be like, fine, you don't want to eat? Fine. Fine. Cheerios for you. Well, and people are really funny about their recipes. Mm-hmm. Like, be, like keeping them secret? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you do you do have this secret thing. And so yeah. maybe the person's just like, yeah, okay, uh-huh. no wonder it was so good. Mm-hmm. She walked on it. That's something I've never heard of before. Okay, speaking of pranks, this listener said... She thought her brother was doing her in that, like doing something nice for her when she was sick by bringing her soup to drink, and so he brought mm-hmm. her this little bowl of soup. It turns out it was just the water he boiled his hot dogs in. Gross! <laughs> hot dog you water. Guys, I have Disgusting. so many feelings about hot dog water. It shouldn't exist because boiling a hot dog is literally the most disgusting. Grill, grill it, microwave it. Almost, yeah, anything, almost anything is better than, than boiling it. it. Disgusting. And I remember, like, literally, this is way back Gabfest. Okay. We had a Gabber say, I swear, say they used to save the hot dog water. Do you Ooh, remember this? No. I think, it, I swear it was on Gabfest. Maybe it was not. But they would save the hot dog water in the fridge because they said it just got, like, more flavorful. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Who? <laughs> And so I'm just sitting there. It's like a when you season your cast iron pan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was seasoned hot, hot dog, dog water. water. Yikes. Yeah. Which is I mean, a little you do, bit you of boo. like, you know, whatever food poisoning would be in there, whatever microbials N- nice. would be yeah. going, you know. <laughs> the things that people can like get through. Like you got y'all got iron stomachs, some of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. You can't be you can't be too gentle on your stomach or everything's gonna make it upset. Yeah. You but- gotta throw some something moldy in there every once in a while, right guys? Sick. 
Okay, once again, we're getting really barfy um, with the hot dog water. Yeah. Like so we just we just keep here. coming back to really <laughs> disgusting stuff. Uh, I don't. Maybe that's just the what it's going to be you today. Will be back. Yeah. Seriously, I don't know. <laughs> we, we might not be able to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, there's just there's just disasters. And I was actually talking to a friend the other day because she had just posted her little boy's birthday cake that she made. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's impressive. I said I've given up on birthday cakes. Mm-hmm. They are the bane of my existence. I used to get really mad because. I should be able to make a birthday cake. And for some reason, every single time, multiple times a year, you know, husband's birthday, daughter's birthdays, it would fall apart. It would crumble. It would burn. It would stick to the pan. It would whatever. Cakes by Courtney, if you're listening. Come give me some birthday. Come to my kitchen. I don't know. But anyway, so I've given up on making them. But yeah, if if, when you put your heart and soul and you have kind of your heart set on a certain thing, it really does. It really is disheartening when something bad happens to well, it. And cooking in and of itself, baking, cooking is just messy. Yeah. So you're already creating this mess. And then if you have this, this disaster, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, you're making pizza dough or with your feet. Yeah. <laughs> you're already in a mess. Yeah. So then to have it go wrong, it's just too much. It's frustrating. Yeah. Well, you know how you were saying people have, a lot of people have broken their Pyrexes because of the hot and cold yeah. thing. This is common. So this listener said she was making cheesecake, homemade cheesecake, which is hard. I've never done it. No, I, I would. Either. I think that's probably kind of hard, mm-hmm. advanced. And she wanted <laughs> you to make like a special pan. Yeah, <laughs> one that I don't have. And so she was following this recipe, and it was supposed to be this berries, this berry cheesecake, which sounds great. And you added some regular berries to the cheesecake, and then you also cooked berries on the stove to have it simmer down into a syrup, like a berry compote. Yeah, to drizzle over Yum. the top, which sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And so it's the recipe said, okay, cook the berries, let them liquefy, uh-huh. blend them up, then put them through a strainer. So this is quite the multi-step process. Okay. Well, she said the instructions said nothing about letting the hot berry liquid cool before putting it into the blender. Okay. And she decided to put it in her magic bullet, pours it right into that, into this little magic bullet glass cup, uh-huh. you know, and just sticks it right on the top. And she said it only blended for about five seconds before the heat inside literally blew the top oh, of no. that magic bullet. Mm-hmm. She said there was berry compote on her cabinets, her floor, her ceiling. ceiling. And plus that whole thing was blown up. And it's Your hot. magic bullet. It's hot. It's it, Oh, and she said she burned her hand. Oh, gosh. Hot, sugary, like, yeah. fruit. Mm-hmm. That hurts. Yeah. But... Speaking of exploding, yeah. when I was a young married person, I wanted to have like cute decor in my kitchen, but I'm also very frugal. You guys know that. <laughs> so what I did, you know how at some point in time, it was kind of trendy to have like bottles that had like canned fruit in them, almost vinegar, vinegarized like it was tomatoes, very, like, Tuscan. Tuscan. Yes. Tuscan. You guys know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Okay. Early 2000s. Yes. Early to mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. That's like where Taipan is like the Tuscan raw iron. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I wanted to have like a, a kind of a row of bottles that had, you know, some different colors of Maybe some produce. peppers. Maybe some oranges. Peppers. I had some tomatoes. I had some corn just to add some yellow and orange mm-hmm. and red. Well... Turns out, if you if you just bottle them mm-hmm. without going through the proper uh, channels. channels, they start to ferment. Makes sense. They will blow the cap <laughs> off of that bottle <laughs> that you have put them in. You just and made it explode. Like, you just made fruit wine. <laughs> <laughs> so they explode like all of them popped their tops, <laughs> and I had gross fermented tomatoes. 
on my ceiling, all around my kitchen. Yeah, you have to clean. And it's not easy cleaning a ceiling. No. Yeah. Do you think we had some kind of handy step stool? We were in that basement apartment. Right. So yeah, that was a kitchen disaster. Right. (laughs) Well, it's too funny. Okay. Well, this listener, he said he was in high school and he was home alone for the whole weekend and needed to do the dishes. So he found the dish soap. (laughs) Filled her right? up, left her left for a few hours, came home. He filled up the dishwasher, you guys. Oh, with, with like Dawn. Dawn. Yes. He said, it, and there was a huge mess of bubbles everywhere. And he was really <laughs> confused. <laughs> and so he called his parents to see why he did that. And they just started laughing at him. He said, learn the hard way, I guess. Uh-huh. I would rather have an explosion of bubbles yes. than fermented creamed corn it depends it depends on literally that's what i was doing everything got did my cabinets get warped and ruined did my right or get ruined? Uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah but if you're cooking the food mm-hmm. like preparing cooking it then you make a mess that way and then a disaster happens it's like all of the above and, and then you don't even you have anything cry. to show for it yeah you're like well now the food's ruined my kitchen is a, a disaster and i'm a disaster yeah you know and now my family's hungry right and i am too <laughs> All right. Well, you were talking about birthday cakes earlier okay. and how you've just stopped making birthday cakes. Yeah. I actually, I've been pretty bad lately, but I started telling like my, ex, my like extended family, like, I, we're not going to do gifts. I'm going to make you whatever cake you want. So usually I'll make. So you're really good at it. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying <laughs> I usually make everyone's favorite cake, Okay, but I'm not like a cake decorator uh-huh. as much. I can do just like the basic stuff. But anyway, this listener said her, it was her husband's birthday and they were only, they had only been married a few weeks. So she of course wanted to be like the cute, good wife, right. make him his favorite cake, be super domestic. So she asked him, well, what's your favorite cake? Thinking and kind of hoping maybe it'd be like some Funfetti. Yeah. Box, so, something some, from a box. Something Betty Crocker. He's like the Walmart white cake would be great. Babe. Perfect. But he, his answer was. Dolce de leche. Um, <laughs> She, she With a red velvet crumble yeah. and a berry that compo. sounds disgusting. And a berry compo. Um, and, she, and he proceeded to tell her his favorite cake was called American Beauty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what she said. She had never heard of it, of course. I can't and she said, that. and of course, it was his grandma's recipe. recipe. So she called it. I, I entitled this recipe American, American Beauty. Beauty. Grandma, <laughs> is this Duncan Hines? Are you are you playing with me right now, Grandma? <laughs> so they called the mom. She called her mother in law, and the and she got her the recipe, and she started to regret her decision of being a good wife because all the ingredients were full fledged from scratch, mm-hmm. like cake to frosting to everything uh-huh. to scratch, very farm to table. Yes, okay. They're like fresh ground wheat. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just making that up. <laughs> anyway. She, um, as she, as she made it, she thought this was like the most dense cake she had ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but she also, and she also wanted to note that the American Beauty cake is. <laughs> I can't get over the American, American Beauty. Beauty. Sounds Sorry. like a name of a racehorse. Absolutely. Yeah. American Beauty won, you know. Yeah. Won the, won the, the Kentucky Grand Derby. Or whatever. Anyway, she said this cake is bright red, AKA, come on guys, it's red velvet cake. Anyway, so she's <laughs> looking at the cake that feels like dense red Play-Doh. Like can't, like, oh, gross. This, this can't be right. <laughs> and so she had, but she never made it. So she's like, I don't know. Who knows? I have no Who idea knows? what, and here's the thing. It could have been one of those things where probably maybe pre-internet or pre-Pinterest when it's like, you couldn't just be like, what does an American Beauty cake normally I- look like? No one knows. Grandma only has named this. I promise you that. But, well, she decided, okay, she's going to make the complicated frosting, and then she's going to frost it, call it good. 
throws candles on there, everything, gets it ready for his birthday. They go out to dinner with friends and then they come back to the house. With the friends? With the friends. Oh, no. And they're like, okay, time to dish up the cake. And she could just tell something was wrong as she watched him chew <laughs> and asked how it was. How was it? And he's like being super sweet and mm-hmm. says, it's just like a little thicker than normal. Um, <laughs> it's like fine. And she, she said she grabbed it and tasted it and it truly had the texture of Play-Doh. <laughs> And she grabbed. We've all eaten a little of that, haven't we, guys? (laughs) We know. As a kid, come on. She said, I grabbed everyone's plates and threw them away because I'm dramatic like that. (laughs) And she started tearing up. No one shall take a bite of the American beauty. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) So she said, she started tearing up a little bit and just was wondering what she had done wrong. So her husband looked over the ingredients with her and asked her, did you mix the vinegar with the baking soda at the end to make it fluff up? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, she had accidentally mixed the vinegar with baking powder, which does not indeed have the same and bubble like yeah. baking soda would. Mm-hmm. So the result was an extremely dense cake. There's no leavening. Right, anymore. right. Mm-hmm. So she said they laugh now and every year she still makes it for her <gasps> birthday. I would have given up. <laughs> still double checks the very end part every yeah. single time. And she's been making it for 22 years. So you're saying that she is now an American beauty champion. Yes. Oh my gosh. She's winning blue ribbons with that American beauty. <laughs> American beauty. <laughs> you want to impress your spouse, the friends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she probably didn't want them force feeding themselves mm-hmm. that that Play-Doh American beauty. Well, um, and how many girls, trying to be nice. How many girls are coming into marriage ready? Betty Crocker. None. Betty Crocker status. And it's getting less and less and less. Because, yes, it is. Don't you think? Most of them are Uber Eats. Yes. For gals. <laughs> yeah, for real. And Nothing so, wrong. I'm no. just saying the dynamics have changed. And so I'm just saying like most girls are coming in and they're learning on the job. <laughs> Absolutely. I would not say that I had any great expertise by any means. And I don't still, you know, I'm just <laughs> well, learning as like, I go. Even prior, like I was cooking my own food and stuff, but I was really poor in college. And you used to make a lot of stovetop. I made a lot of stovetop I, and I popped, rice I popped open a lot of just cans of chicken noodle soup. Right. You know, dinty more. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> the Walmart version yeah. of Dinty Moore. Um, but this listener said that one of her first meals. Wait, what's Dinty Moore? It's like those canned just soups, like hearty, hearty chicken noodle like and dumplings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I guess I just don't know the fancy brand. I promise you it wasn't fancy. <laughs> so she said one of the first meals that she, uh, had her husband's parents over for. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. She decided to go tacos, but keeping it simple. Right. But. For some reason, something had gone wrong with the hard shells that she had bought, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't need to feel bad about that. You need to get mad at Old El Paso, right? You or know, Walmart or wherever you bought yeah. them. Yeah, um, but yeah, she said they were rancid or stale or yeah. something. So everyone stopped eating them and just ate the meat with forks, which mm-hmm. is fine. Taco salad, it's fine. Um, but for some weird reason, she just kept eating the rancid yeah. taco shells to try to act like you guys. It's totally fine. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you guys are just used to like different taco you guys shells. Are so silly. Yeah, you guys just aren't used to these branded taco shells. It's totally fine. She probably barfed later. Yeah, rancid. <laughs> we were just talking about how, like, you know, you don't know till you know, and there's just things Absolutely. you learn on the job. And as you're as you're baking and cooking, mm-hmm. this is just quick, but I just thought it was kind of funny. This listener said she once got some hamburger helper to make. So I was mad because she didn't realize. Where's the burger? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Man? Where's the beef? And I was like, like, did you just think there was like dehydrated beef? Because it's not, it's shelf, it's, it's not shelf stable like <laughs> hamburger meat, and it's like on the dry aisle. So what kind of uh-huh. burger did you think was in there? And uh-huh. the fact, emphasis on the helper. 
part of that title. <laughs> this helps help the hamburger. Yeah. But yeah, it does. It is a little bit of false advertising. Yeah. I could understand how that mistake was made. There's a hamburger. There's hamburger pictured on it next to that little white glove. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> but she should have just made it, played it off, and is like, we're having, we're going vegan tonight. Literally. Meatless Monday. We used to, we did quite a bit of hamburger helper. Yeah. And this is going to make me sound gross because I don't think you could pay the me to eat this now. The stroganoff good. I used to like tuna helper in college. The Salisbury steak hamburger helper? <laughs> Not mad at it. That guy's gross. <laughs> I ate tuna helper. I like a hot can tuna. Do you know what? I have yeah, had that before. Are good. I have had tuna helper before once again when we were first married. Yeah. And I made the grave mistake of, so my husband. Of buying tuna helper? That was, that was mistake number one. <laughs> Second mistake is we were, we were living at a long, what do you call it? Extended stay hotel. Okay. Because we were doing summer sales. <laughs> I was and, like, you might want to explain that. It sounds like <laughs> you're vagrants or something. <laughs> Yeah, you guys we were, have been through some stuff. We were down on their luck and they were down on their luck and they were living in a motel. Okay. Called the so, Rosebud Motel. <laughs> Seriously. Um, no, we were doing summer sales and apparently the apartments weren't ready for everybody that we were mm-hmm. going to be staying in. So they said, okay, for this week, you're going to be staying at an extended stay hotel. Mm-hmm. And they are basically hotel rooms like the ones that we're used to, the basic yeah. ones. They also have a kitchenette in them, but mm-hmm. same size. So very small. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to make in this 20 by 12 little room, yeah. tuna helper. Can you imagine? Can you like picture? Right. I guess, can you smell how bad our room stunk? Right. It was bad. It was disgusting. <laughs> it's so gross. You open a can of tuna in a room that big and you're there for three days. That smells there for three days. Just opening Just it, let alone a hot tuna baked. in a hot. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> so this listener said on how, <laughs> if you've never been poor in your life, you probably should try it. Try yeah. It you know what? <laughs> So, somebody recently said, like, you guys have so many stories, so many experiences. And like, because we've been through the school of hard knocks. I yeah. don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, like, <laughs> when you're desperate, things happen. Bad stuff happens. <laughs> Turns out the TV shows are all true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when life's too comfortable, what do they say? You don't grow out of your comfort zone. Well, yeah. when you just have to be out of your comfort zone because you got no yeah. other choice. <laughs> Builds character, you know? <laughs> it's okay. So this listener said it was Halloween and her middle son decided to cook himself some Easy Mac mm-hmm. between school and trick-or-treating. Okay. Guys, sometimes Easy Mac's better than the box Mac. For some reason, it's just... It's mi- super creamy. <laughs> yeah. The box is sometimes gets runny. Yeah. Um, she said, all of a sudden, they smelled the worst smell, looked over, and it was on fire in the microwave. <laughs> Once again. Yeah. Not, not an isolated incident. Well, what do you do? Grab the flaming ball? <laughs> Uh, or or a, let your or let your microwave go down in flames. Right. You choose. Get get a hot whatever you call it. Yeah, but that's gonna light on fire. It, get the silicone hot pad, <laughs> and then it melts and skin grafts itself to your hand. Allison is doomsdaying right now. So anyway, Spiraling. he had forgotten to put his water in and just cooked dry noodles for three minutes straight. <laughs> it, she said it all smelled terrible, and everything in their house had that smell, yes. just like the tuna on Halloween. When everyone's like, trick or treat, never mind, we don't want that. Our appetite's ruined. Thanks, kid, who made the house smell like disgusting <laughs> mac and cheese. She said it took forever to get it to go away. And she says, if you've ever had it happen, you know the smell. There's like a certain Certain smell. smell. I get mm-hmm. it. Those, those like yeah, once again. The tuna helper. The tuna helper. those smell it just thinking about it. Absolutely. Well, and some things aren't are just not meant to be made maybe at home. Like this listener said, she tried to make a bloomin' onion. Awesome blossom, if yeah, you will. Yeah, so good. Sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Those are yummy. They're great. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about. Dipping sauce. Outback Steakhouse. 
I like their sh- their jumbo shrimp. Oh my gosh, no, not a huge fan. But anyway, she tried to do DIY the blooming onion, mm-hmm. and it actually does kind of sound complicated. Well, you got to somehow cut it in a blooming way, and then <laughs> and then, <laughs> that feels hard. Got to make it bloom, and then you have to dip it in enough hot oil to submerge. The- well, you have to like dip it in batter. Yeah, right. Because so it's then, fried. Yes. So she said that the the giant onion plus the too small of a pot equaled overflowing oil and flame. <gasps> oh no. I had an incident not with oil, but it's it kind of gets me fired up still because we a were grease at fire. My, grease fire. There we, were we go. At my uh husband's family cabin and we were it's like hard cuz you're all cooking at once in the kitchen and it kind of gets hot and busy in there and anyway, somebody, I'm not going to say who, but it wasn't me. Um <laughs> put a dishcloth next to the gas range <gasps> and I turned and saw it in flames. Right. And so I instinctively grabbed the dish towel and just threw it into the sink and turned on the water. You know what I don't like about this story? That you got I blamed? I got blamed and I saved the day. <laughs> and I just, everyone kept being like, yeah, care- oh, don't put the dishcloth there like Allison. And uh-huh. I'm like, whoa. Allison, you were the hero I'm they didn't deserve. I'm going down in flames. They did <laughs> not deserve you. I'm going down in flames along with the dish towel. <laughs> Nobody fessed up to setting the dish towel there. And I saved the day. <laughs> This listener said years ago, her family's deep freezer broke and they were trying to salvage as much food as they could. And she said it was probably broken for like two days. Oh, yikes. Before someone discovered this. Not much can be salvaged. It's kind of like the girl who defrosted her chicken. You know, it's like. Yeah. But. That's a tough pill to swallow. It is. Like thousands of dollars. I mean, I mean, maybe I'm exaggerating with thousands of dollars, but like all your, yeah, all your food that you've saved up. Mm -hmm. It's your food storage. Mm Mm-hmm. They're like, great, there's going to be an earthquake tomorrow. Um, <laughs> anyway, so they're just cooking things and eating things, trying for this whole thing to not be a total waste. Right. So they're cooking like 18 pounds of burger, probably. <laughs> anyway, ice cream was gone and all the frozen meat ended up just getting tossed. That's the only thing I would trust thought out. <laughs> I love an ice cream soup. <laughs> a little milkshake. Yeah. So she said, anyway, it, her sister, side note, had her leftover wedding cake in the freezer and did you do that? Did you freeze um, your wedding you know, cake so you could eat it a year we later? We did. We took one bite. It was just like symbolic. Yeah, we did too. It was a little freezer burnt. Yeah, I don't know. It's Is that still happening? Is I have, that still a thing? I have no idea. Because she did mention, this listener said, um, you know, might as well eat it, I guess, even though it wasn't the anniversary, but everything right. was going bad. So like, we can't keep this for her anyway. So she said it tasted really bad, the cake. <laughs> she ate two big mouthfuls and said... This tastes so bad, and it's like a little bit of a funny color, too. Gross. Well, her dad, who is known to eat expired food like nobody's business, <laughs> says it's fine. That's what I'm saying. Do we all have, have someone? It. I think we all have someone in our lives yes. that eats expired food yeah. without batting an eye. Scraping the crystals off and being like, it's, it's fine, fine, guys. It's good. It's not fine. No. Um. She said, I still don't know why I trusted him, but she took two more bites, and it was just rancid. She's like, this Gross. is bad, and was gagging. <laughs> It was not a moment later that she noticed the cake was getting pinker in color. Gross. Turns out the frozen meat on the top shelf above had defrosted and all the meat juice had been dripping onto the cake. She was eating cake au jus. cake. (laughs) Gross. Like, how is she not barfing? Like, Like, not even because of the food poisoning, but just because knowing that you just ate like bloody cow cake. Oh, you guys, I apologize. It's, I mean, it comes with the territory. Yeah. If something is going wrong in the kitchen, which is what this entire episode is about, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be yummy. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be good. Mm -hmm. It's going to be disgusting. So there we are. Disgusting or scary or damaging. (laughs) Or painful. You're going to lose a finger. You're going to end up. You're going to lose your lunch. Yeah. 
But either way, just remember. Someday you'll laugh about this. All right, Gabbers, follow along with us on Instagram at gabfest underscore gals, where you can submit your stories for our upcoming episodes. And you guys have been rising to the challenge. You have been going above and beyond as Gabbers because we've gotten some new reviews whoop, whoop. as per our request. Mm-hmm. This lovely... A person called Amort717 said, best friends, five stars, just a funny, mindless listen, great distraction while cleaning, doing laundry or at the gym. I'm the crazy lady at the gym laughing to myself all because of this podcast. Yeah, you are. I'll own it. This podcast generally makes me happier. <gasps> so yes. sweet. And you know, I'm gonna not I'm gonna choose not to take offense to the mindless part. All because of- guess what? I've used that when I'm t- explaining it to people. I'm like, we don't make you think very hard. No, who we wants don't challenge to think hard? You to be better. We just challenge you to embrace what life throws at you and uh-huh. laugh about it. I we- said it's a great I always tell people it's a great podcast to listen to while you're cleaning your toilets. Absolutely. Going on a walk. Uh-huh. It's easy. Well, I was telling Allison, I said the one thing that's really nice about I guess what we're promoting mm-hmm. is valuing and cherishing things that you already have, which are your experiences and your memories. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go out and buy something new. You don't have to go out and change your life, join a gym or, or start eating keto. You can just value the experiences you've already had, send them in, get everyone laughing with you. And it's kind of a a cool concept that I, we all, we all have something to contribute to it. And looking at life through the lens of someday you'll laugh about this. Yeah. Helps. Oh, it totally helps me. So I don't care that it's mindless. (laughs) We all need mindless things. Uh And uh, I prefer it. (laughs) I prefer it. Light, mindless, laughter. It's great. Thanks so much to our Gabbers. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Let's gab. You don't want to? Well, you have to. Phone. I hate going to a food blog and it's like, when I was five years old, yeah. get to the recipe. Thankfully, recipe. if any of them that are worth their weight, you says click to the recipe. recipe. This sounds Employee. like one of those commercials. It's like, if you experience night terrors, bloating, <laughs> gassiness. Have you seen those? <laughs> that meme that's like, paranoid, stressed, anxious, could be meth. And you're like, oh, it's been meth this whole, whole time. time. A lot of us. We're going to search through our spaghetti dinner for glass shards. And then my roommate was like, what are we doing? Are you crazy? This will shred your small intestine. I did that on the oven. I'm sorry. We're showing each other our scars on our hands. Mm -hmm. Sure. You don't want to see Amber's finger. I really don't. That is like mind boggling to me that like somebody wouldn't want to see it. Like I'm just too curious. You know what I mean? I feel like I get, I understand what's going on. I get the picture in my mind. Or like, you know, when sometimes you go to uh, have some ice and it tastes like steak.